You are listening to the Run Duo Podcast, a program to entertain and to inform. Forerunners by runners. Now here are your hosts, India Cook and Tommy Mitchell. And we are the Run Duo. I am Tommy Mitchell. And I am India Cook. And we are back for episode number seven. Yes, yeah. we got a we got a, 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 a seven, an odd seven. Yes. Of a podcast. And this week we got a great guest. Mm-hmm. We have Shawana White. She is trying to qualify for the Olympic marathon trials. That's gonna be happening where? Yes, here in Atlanta. In 2020. Yes, indeedy. You know, I think about that sometimes because I'm like, I hardly ever watch marathons like where I just go out and watch it if somebody I know isn't running. Oh, we got to be out there. Yeah, but I mean, like you get out there early, you set everything up, and then once they go past, like. Yeah, but I think it's kind of like how y'all cheer me on in Chicago. Like you need to find points. Like we know Atlanta. We need to find points where we can catch them. It's the Olympic trials. Well, in if Shawana's in it, of course we'll do that. I'm of course, do it yeah, regardless. yeah. If but she's yes. in it, definitely. But of course, so. Shawana, you're gonna have a whole cheer squad. Yeah, big, huge, huge cheer squad. Yes. So how's it going, India? I'm good. Yes. What week are you in marathon training? Week six. Week six. Week six. The other day, I was like, "Oh crap! I'm almost halfway through marathon training, and I'm ready." <laughs> Wait a minute. So Chicago's in October. Okay. You're not half. 18 weeks. I said I'm almost halfway there. Okay. So I have a couple I, more weeks before I'm halfway. I, 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 I don't and know what public school weeks. you went to, but I, six ain't half eight. came from me. <laughs> six ain't not half six. 18. No, I said halfway to half. Okay. Oh, you're halfway. To half. I'm okay. Not All right. I, I was about to say, wait a minute. Which That's is a big deal. Ain't lining up. Six weeks. Anyway. I can't believe it's in six weeks, though. But I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. I'm doing well. Um... I, for not for some reason, this week was kind of a, I, my, I completed my long run and it was a little bit of a scale back from what I'm, um, what I had previously been doing. So I did seven miles for my long run this week. Um, but they now are increasing my shorter run. So I had a five mile this week and I had a seven mile this week. I actually took myself to Stone Mountain Park and did my five miler, mm. um, which was interesting. I don't know why I woke up on Monday and I was just like, you know, I think I want a tough course today. I don't know yeah. what that was about. Yeah, Stone Mountain, definitely. And so, of course, I was like, the best five mile to do that's tough is Stone Mountain because it's nothing but rolling hills. Exactly, exactly. So, um, so I did enjoy that. It, I've, I've, been doing, I've been doing well, though. I've been trying to, I've been in this battle um, of trying to figure out if I'm going to get a nutritionist. Um, because I, of course, for the listeners that know, like I was, I did have a personal trainer previous to this, mm-hmm. um, previous to me starting marathon trainer training because i'm trying to drop some weight i would like to drop 20 to 25 pounds i know some people look at me are like what from where but yes <laughs> 20 to 25 pounds i would like to drop but it is very tricky in my eyes in regards to being a runner as well as eating appropriately and fueling yourself enough to be able to have enough for the run so i'm always in this kind of mix when i was working with my personal trainer she would always tell me you're not eating enough mm-hmm. and you need more carbs and so, of course, when your trainer is telling you you need more carbs, you're like, what? But in my mind, when it comes to losing weight, that means less carbs, right? Yeah, that's what most people think. That's yes. what most mm-hmm. people think. But yeah. obviously, there's a science to it. Yeah. But then the other piece of it is that everybody's body is different. True. Um, but as runners, we live on carbs because mm-hmm. we have to have that energy to be able to run the miles that we run. And so right now, I'm kind of up in the air on do I get a... It would need to be an endurance 
nutritionists, like somebody that works with endurance athletes, because I think just a general nutritionist is not going to be able to help me because of my running and how much running that I do do. Um, So trying to figure out like the balance between endurance running, the type of foods that I need to have, uh, what would work, what time of the day, things of that nature, as well as being able to fuel my body enough and cut the weight at the same time. Now, I know that I'm going to lose weight just because I'm running a of lot course, of miles. Of course, yeah. Like, you're using, running those long miles, those right. long time But at the feet. same time, is it going to be the amount of weight that I'm wanting? And am I going to plateau because I'm still trying to carb load? Because that's what happens. Like, a lot of people, we get into this place where we go and run 10 miles, right? And mm-hmm. usually the average, like, I think when I ran my seven-miler this week, I think I burned almost 1,000 calories, okay. right? Off uh-huh. of running my seven-miler. Yeah. So we think I just burned a thousand calories. So now I can go eat wherever the hell I want to eat. <laughs> I'm gonna go I eat a pizza. Burnt, right? I just burned a thousand <laughs> calories. But at the end of the day, that's what we don't need to do. And so when you find people that are gaining weight through marathon training, it's because you you find yourself wanting to treat yourself because you just like exhausted all those calories and you're putting it in, but then you're putting in double. Yeah, you're actually gaining. Yeah. So trying to find that happy medium. And that's what's been my struggle. Nutrition is my biggest struggle. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, do I break down, get an endurance running or endurance coach and, you know, also nutritionist in one? Yeah. You know, what do I do? Mm -hmm. Having a run coach that also does mental health would be amazing. (laughs) So I'm just trying to figure out what I need to do because that's kind of that's kind of where I am. Because I tell myself Mm -hmm. my speed will also come once I drop a little bit. Well, yeah, that's that's definitely um, the case. If you if you um, regardless of who you are or how much you weigh. If you lose weight, you're going to run fast. You're going to run fast. But, of course, you want to do it a healthy way so right. that you don't pass out mm-hmm. while you're out there you yeah. know, running. So I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm, I've always toyed with getting someone to, I don't know if I want so much as a nutritionist or okay. as a chef. I'm not positive which one I want. I just want, I would like someone to put meals together that are healthy, that I enjoy eating, mm-hmm. and will help me with my running or right. whatever, you know, activity. Mm-hmm. You know, because just like you said, you had a personal training, you were lifting and you were cross-fitting yeah. and all that. Yeah. That's a to- that might be a totally different nutrition than now that you're doing, you know, these it long is. runs. It so, is very different. And you know, you need I somebody started, that can kind of flip-flop with yeah. either whatever you're and doing. And what's funny is that, I mean, obviously Atlanta is overloaded with personal trainers, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, my thing was when I when I did have the personal trainer, Janae, you're amazing. But uh-huh. it was kind of like she wasn't a nutritionist. You know what I mean? So, you can tell me the generics of what needs to be done. Yeah. And you need to eat, you yeah. know, whatever. But you're not getting really down to the, the biological part exactly. of the eating. And you yeah. can tell me what to lift and, like, how muscle, whatever. But and you could you could probably do some meal plans, but... Those not every meal plan is yeah. the same thing for each person. Not every everybody's metabolism is the same. Yeah. So there's a lot of that up and down and back and forth that I always swirl. Well, with. I'm gonna do it your, your. I'm sorry, do it yourselfer. Um, mm-hmm. With most things, I'll go pick up a book and kind of figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's a little easier with running, like going and finding a training plan, that kind of thing, because I can kind of see. Right. Nutrition's a little different. It is. It's hard to go grab, because I've actually gone and picked up books that, okay, this is the, you know, it actually goes into what you need to buy at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. It goes into, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. I, I'm, first off, I'm not disciplined enough to pay attention to calories. Okay. Like how many calories I eat, whatever, whatever. Right. I eat on feel. Like, do I feel full? Because I like, if, if I'm actually trying to drop weight, I don't ever want to feel full. Right. And trust me, Tommy Mitchell mm-hmm. will eat till he full. Gluttony. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Your boy will put it away right. if you give if you give me the See, opportunity. Me too. Yeah, you give me the yeah. opportunity, I'm gonna put it away. So Listen, I'm, I eat. Yeah. 
Like I eat. <laughs> like I'm hungry. Yes. Yes. And I, I eat and I, I eat whatever I want to eat. Yes. And that's my thing. Like I'm that girl. You know, it's funny because you know how some people are like, they still make commercials for foods. Yep. They make them for India. <laughs> Those commercials for foods, they make them for me. So, you know, of course there's other things in regards to like fast food eating and stuff yeah. like that, that I'm, I'm needing to cut mm-hmm. out. Sweets is a weakness for me. Yeah. Um, so that I'm needing to cut out in order to be in a good place. But I know when I was working with a personal trainer, I was calorie counting. I was using my fitness pal. Uh-huh. Um, I was calorie counting. I was weighing food, ounces Uh of food and how much I should have. I know how much rice I should have and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, So I was doing all that. But then it was really frustrating when I was being told you're not eating enough. And I'm like, well, shit, I'm I'm, (laughs) like, what else am I going to do? do? And it's like, oh, don't eat that big cup, that cup of peanut butter. Only eat half of that. And it's just like, I don't know. I just got exhausted. So something else has to give, especially when you're not, you feel like you're not seeing the results. Yeah. And when you feel like you're putting out and you're Mm -hmm. doing all of those things and you're not seeing it. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it has become, you know, um, just like running, it's got to become a habit. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I am with my eating because I, I mean when I was injured I ate everything so I, I completely understand. but you gotta understand something with me I'm older I don't know if you know this I'm older I'm, I'm 50 I got I say another 10 to 15 years before other people are telling me what I have to eat <laughs> I didn't expect you to say that <laughs> because right, as you get old, you. it's, it's kind of you kind of you get a window in your life yeah. so like probably from when you're a little kid till you're in high school mm-hmm. your parents tell you what to eat yeah then you get in college mm-hmm. you know 20s your 30s you your 40s you do what you want mm-hmm. around 65 mm-hmm. you got doctors telling what you if That's you want true. do you want to live yeah this, you so what you need to eat. so if i only got that much time left i kind of i'm going to enjoy it so yeah. I, it's i have it within reason mm-hmm. but I, I do i do completely understand what you're saying so how many uh pounds did you lose out on that hot ass course uh, for the peace tree. <laughs> how many calories? Like, how many calories you burn? You know what? I think I, it was eleven hundred. <laughs> was it? Yeah. I, it was I wouldn't doubt that it. Day. It was. It wasn't hot. It was humid. It was, and that's what people kept saying. Oh, yeah. it was hotter last year. Twenty seventeen yeah. was hotter. I'm like, but the humidity. The humidity. Was ridiculous yes. This year. Exactly. Humidity was crazy. I do want to say this before we go any farther. I yes. want to say, um, and I know you about. I'm not going to talk about Mike yet, but I'm going to talk about Mike in a minute. I just want to say congratulations to anybody that is starting a running program. Anybody that has decided I'm going to run and is sticking with it. Because I ain't going to lie to you. Mm -hmm. Because like I've I've talked about it quite often. I'm still not back in my my own, my my, what I consider my running condition. Um, You know, going on runs is a struggle for Mm me. If I did not know already in my mind Mm -hmm. that. Okay, I know if I continue to train, I'm going to get faster. I'm going to get better. Right. I'm going to get back to where I was because I've mm-hmm. been injured before. I do understand the process. Right. If I didn't have that in mind, mm-hmm. I would never run. If I knew every time I went, if, if all I knew was what I was feeling now, mm-hmm. there's no way I could ever run. So I, I applaud anyone yes. that has never run before. They've mm-hmm. gotten up off the couch and they're running. It's hard. I understand. But it gets better. Yes, it definitely gets better. You know, it's so funny because I, t- I get people that message me and they're like, the feeling in my chest where I feel like I'm going to throw up and my, my heart is about to pop out of my chest. I'm like, listen, I still have those days. Probably not as bad. My yeah, heart is, yeah, you know, I don't yeah. have that feeling. Yeah. But I get the tightness of the legs and feeling like I can't breathe. But the whole feeling like you're going to throw up and your heart jumping out of your chest, it gets better. Well, Plus, the more you do it, it gets better. Uh, it's, and it transitions it, into something different. It does get better. I mean, because, like, of course, I ran the peach tree this week. And, it, I mean, in a, last week or whatever, it was ridiculously stupid and funny. Because yes. it was it was hilarious, me out there waddling 
up uh, P Street. But anyway, um, I ran the P Street. I ain't even gonna get into the time. My PR was I drank three beers. I find, I got a free I got a free pair of shades. Yeah. Um. I missed the free pizza at Mellow Mushroom because I yeah, was I looking for it. I missed yeah. them, uh-huh. and I got um some armbands from the Hill really by Cardiac Hill, the yes. um the, the the Spinal Center. Yes. Right there. Center. Yeah, the Shepherd Center. Mm-hmm. I you know I slapped five with those. So yeah. I actually enjoyed, enjoyed it, it. Where usually I'm booking it. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. So my experience this year was more of. Just have a good time. Enjoy mm-hmm. yourself. Don't, you know, it's not going, it's not the PR year for me. Yeah. So, you know, and, and luckily for the Peachtree, you only got to run good every two years. Yeah. So, you know, you can run a good, great race and then the next race, and then you can use that, that time from that other year. Uh, you can qualify for whatever level, I guess, you're trying to get into. Yeah. How was your run? It was, it was okay. I was very surprised. My friend Ayana ran with me. Yay, Ayana! Yay! So, it's so funny because we haven't run together in like, forever but she was like oh i'm just gonna well she was in a corral faster than i was um and at the beginning we thought i thought that i was just gonna link up with her and say hey good morning you know whatever have a good race i'll yeah. see you at the end but she ended up running five the first five miles with me i was like girl what you doing still here i was looking to the side like, what you doing still here but we did um we ran the first five miles together of course we kept fussing at each other to slow down because we we know that the first three miles is fast you, yeah, you feel it's like downhill. you're yeah. amazing it's yeah. downhill the first three miles and of course we were booking the first mm-hmm. three miles feeling good and then it was like wah, 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 wah. that hill the hills hit you <laughs> and we were looking at each other like girl and she was like come on i'm like i'm coming so we were kind of fussing at each other the first three miles to slow our pace we was like we need to slow down mm-hmm. but then as much as we were saying to slow down we weren't slowing down <laughs> um so then when the hills came we were looking at each other like girl what is going on Tell tell because you told me this after the race. Tell them what you said. The cardiac hill looked like people were just standing still. Yes, straight standing there. I was like, yo, y'all gonna get out of the way or no? Like it was just because the thing about the hill, and if you never run a Peachtree Road Mm -hmm. race, like it's a visible hill. Like it's not. It's literally a mountain. Like you can hear the size when people turn that. It's not a turn corner, but it's a little curve, and then you Mm -hmm. see the hill. You see people crawling up that hill, literally. Yes, yeah. And the thing about it is, is that there's a hill before cardiac. Like, people think that yeah, that little, first yeah, hill yeah. is cardiac. That's, that's not, not even it. cardiac yet. That's not um, it. That's not <laughs> it. So, yeah. So, it is definitely... It was it was interesting. I was definitely trying to pull through and push through. I still had a PR, um, mm-hmm. which was... A very, I'm very happy with that. It seemed like the course... I know the course was not physically longer because I know the course. I've been doing the yeah. course for the last yeah. was 11 years or whatever. The course is the same straight down P Street, like yeah. on 10th Street. But I clocked 639, yeah. 6 miles and 30, 6.39 yeah, miles. Was and I was 6. like, why? Something. Yeah. I was like, that was kind of weird for me. I was like, I don't know why that was. Well, I, I mean, KPR, so yeah, if you don't. Because we're not run, they don't have a blue line they for the Street. Yeah, right. they don't have like where we can follow. Yeah, we can actually follow the line. So of course, if you go, up, you know, kind of go back and forth. Because I know I do that. Like I'll go to one side, get a beer, go to the other really? side, See, get a beer. That's the thing. I stay. I always stay on the left side because I usually okay the walkers usually stay on the right exactly side. I exactly diving. I don't like dodging people yeah um so I usually stay on the left side closest to the curb uh-huh. is usually what I do and that's what I did so I don't know why it was long it to me it just seemed long um gotcha long gotcha course, but, but you know as always it was well put together by the Atlanta track club um a yes. lot of security um oh out my, there which talk about the security? it was a ladies, lot of security ladies 
And APD brought out the nice security. Like, oh, me and Ayana was like, good God. Okay. It was some very... That's not... This sorry, is not Tommy. That kind of show. He, he doesn't... He don't want to hear is... this part. But ladies, if y'all can agree with me, like... <laughs> They had all the fine <laughs> APDs out there. I was like, listen, do I need to run Atlanta Track Clubs? What is it, Atlanta Finest? Their yeah, 5K yeah. that they have? Yeah. It's in August. Yeah. Mm, I might need to run that. Okay. I usually don't. We don't need you to Okay, he now. wants me to be quiet now. <laughs> listen, me and Ayanna was like, good God, hello. <laughs> hey, Mr. Officer, meet me at the finish. Officer. <laughs> but yeah, they did have heightened security. Everything was good. There was a lot of conversation about them not having like any Powerade Gatorade this year. <laughs> Like where was it? What's it was hottest. It's hottest. It it's, was hottest. Yes. You trying to tell and they me? Have that. Y'all, y'all trying to tell me? Y'all can't. <laughs> y'all for that extra thirty five dollars I throw you for that metal. Y'all can't go get some Gatorade. Yes. Woo. All was water. I was like, where is the Powerade Gatorade? Yeah. Something? If I would have known that, that, I would have brought some. Because I didn't even run with a thing in my hand. Because I was I assuming either. that they had something, but. Yeah, I, I, I saw that as well, and I was not happy. I wasn't happy either. And then, of course, you know, at the end, you usually you get a bottle of water at the end, and you have to walk to, like, the exit of the whole, like, yeah, to race get out, area yeah. to get or something. Yeah, you know, it's I all was, the way, yeah. It's all the way, like, by the time you, like, you literally done with your day is before you can get Oh, because I started cramping. Um, yeah. I, we went to the um, the after party that, you know, yeah. they have. Uh-huh. Not GK's. We went there, too. But we went to the one that Atlanta Track Club right. has for the members. Yeah. And had a couple of beers exactly. before I saw any Powerade. Yeah. You know, that's exactly so, how it was for us. We walked yeah. through there. I was like, I need something. I was feeling dizzy. And I know it was because it was hot, you know, yeah. whatever. And I was supposed to actually run another four after that six. Oh, really? And I couldn't, like, I couldn't pull, I, I yeah. wanted to, but I could not pull myself together to do it's, it because I was, told myself I was going to hit the belt line and just do a quick no, four. No, dude, to do it's my too 10. hot. It was too hot. It, it was, was too hot. hot. You would have needed to do the four early. Yeah. Like, do it in the morning and yeah. then run yeah. the peach tree. Because, um, yeah, it was too warm to do anything <clears throat> after that. I always say they need to start the peach tree earlier. It well, needs they to start, did start at year, but it wasn't enough. Like, they need yeah. to start it at like six. They need to start before the sun comes up. Yeah. I know they're not going to. No. And I know everything that I say is. Because I'm a runner, and and ATC does not care because they yes. sell out every they single do. year. People dying people to that, get people yeah. still. This is I, honestly, there were still people doing the walking around like need one, need, need a bib, bib, need a one, need a bib. Anybody give me? I was like, bib. I thought we were past this. Oh, Tommy, let me ask you about this. Mm-hmm. So of course I'm on a couple groups in fa- on Facebook, uh-huh. not a couple, too many probably. <laughs> there was people actually selling and giving away their seated bibs. If you were seated, would you do that? Nah. I mean, but I guess if I was seated, I could get seated again, so it don't matter to me. I get it, but I don't know. Like, I, in my mind, I think seated is, like, elite. Like, well, I just, I already am very skeptical about giving my bib anyway because I don't want to get caught up and be banned from races. But at the same time, like, for me to be seated and... I would only give it away to somebody else that could actually run it uh, if I'm going to do it. Because, right. number one, I wouldn't want to do that to the other seated people with this person on crutches mm-hmm. or a walker that's in with the seated Because I've seen people in B... Mm-hmm. Literally with a cane. Like, when did you qualify? <laughs> when? When? This I ne- this yeah. old man. And it wasn't like the regular cane that just has like one thing. Right. It's the old man cane that's got four of them. <laughs> the whole wheel. Yeah, like. It's a tennis ball. Exactly. I was like, where the hell what are you going? So, yeah. anyway. So, uh, yeah, I understand. I understand uh, what you're saying. But before I forget, as yes. we get into this. Michael Martinez, Mr. 26.2, the big inspiration. Run Fam USA. Yes. His shirt won. Yes. His shirt won. He was a finalist. His shirt, his design was a finalist to be the Peachtree Finisher shirt. And if you're not from Atlanta, and I know you're thinking, it's a shirt. 
that's what it's all about for the PC Road Race. It's okay. all about the finisher shirt. That's all people want. Yes. Is a finisher shirt, except for, you know, people who don't really run all the time, that's their thing. I want mm-hmm. a shirt that I can wear around. To say that well, I Mr. Uh, 26.2, Run Fam USA, Michael Martinez, he put in the design. The only reason I was in that race was because of that, because I had said I wasn't running the Peachtree this year. Mm-hmm. And then he, he hits me up and he says, I'm a finalist. I got to I got to run cuz I would have been so upset if I didn't right. run and didn't get a shirt. Right. And he won and as I as I was running cuz okay. I was going to run with him. Okay. But he was late. <laughs> he didn't get that so I just went ahead and went ahead and ran. Right. But as I was running I finally saw somebody with a bag, one of yeah. the the elite runners. Okay. It wasn't an elite runner, but I guess he was sub seat or something. Right. Um and I saw his bag. He didn't have the shirt out. And I stopped and I said, "Man, can, can I see your can shirt?" shirt? He's like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, he was on the phone actually." I'm like, right. "Excuse me, man." Yeah. Can I see your shirt? And he kind of looked at me. I was like, my boy is a finalist. I just want to see if he won. Right. And he pulled it out. I was like, yes. There it is. So Mike did not find out until, I think he wanted to find out at the end, but I think he found out a little yeah, bit during I'm the sure middle of texted. it. So of course, yeah. we were able to vote and anybody was it would be able to vote on different shirt designs for the Peachtree Road Race um, finisher shirt for 2018. And Mike was one of the finalists and he found out during the time that he was running that he actually made it. So he made history um, being... A shirt designer for the Peachtree Road Race is huge, and so that is obviously amazing. And of course, the Atlanta running community are very, is very proud of him. And of course, Run Fam USA and his short shirt designs and everything that he's doing is just great. Now that segues in because I actually was texting with Mike. He's going to do some shirts for the old uh, Wakanda Olympic team for mm-hmm. the ATL relay that's coming mm-hmm. up next month. Okay. But I uh, so I was texting back with him. Now I have done uh, had planned a couple of uh, virtual races with him. I mm-hmm. think um, we did two together. I I, I, w- I haven't done the last the last one I didn't do with him. I actually went out and just kind of volunteered and helped. Right. But he's planned another one. He does it every summer. Mm-hmm. This one he's uh, he's getting ready to announce it on Friday. So okay. he kind of gave me the the deets. So this is an exclusive. Exclusive. Early <laughs> so, information. <laughs> early information. So he gave me the details. So as it is called Run Fam Summer 18. It's the three year anniversary um, mm-hmm. for the Run Fam USA. It's a virtual race and group run. So usually he has like a group run. It's usually at Road Runners here right. in Buckhead. Uh-huh. This year he's gonna have a group run. Group run not only in Atlanta. He's gonna have one in the DMV, which is um, Virginia, Maryland, uh-huh. District of Columbia area, awesome. and he's gonna have one in Chicago. Oh, so the one that's in the DMV is gonna be on August fifth. The one in Atlanta is gonna be on August eleventh, and the one in Chicago is gonna be on August eighteenth. So definitely fun. go go to his site at RunFamUSA so you can kind of find out because he's on Twitter and IG and Facebook, mm-hmm. but you can find out exactly where in those cities he's gonna have it. But basically, it's gonna start on August fifth because basically what he does is. He gives you a certain amount of time, and it's for all distances, 5K, 10K, um, half marathon, you want to put a full, whatever. Mm -hmm. You'll get a medal. You get a shirt. This year, he's got hats. He's got visors. Customized bibs. Um, Mm -hmm. This year, you you got to see the bib because this year, he's actually got some some unity kind of going along because he's got like the races on the bib he's nice. got cp um conversation is a pace, conversation uh, pace yeah, yeah. She's there on there awesome. um sorry if i'm forgetting anybody but he's got like four different groups mm-hmm. that are also uh represented on his his bib That's awesome. um but it starts on august 5th and it goes to um september 21st which is the last day of summer to get your get your miles in mm-hmm. and i think he's going to incorporate strava because okay. he was hitting me up about um getting on getting because we because i had set up one time 
time a, a run fam Strava account, mm-hmm. and now I forgot the password, so I got to I got to try to figure it out to give it to him. Okay. But anyway, so I think he's going to incorporate Strava in this as well. So just be looking out. He says he's going to announce it on Friday, but go to his page, find out. You know, it's usually you know he usually has some kind of um, event link or something. Yeah, event link. But mm-hmm. also in the beginning, he'll usually give you a little bit of a discount on mm-hmm. it, and it kind of goes up from there. But if you sign up early, of course you get it cheaper. But it's always a hot, hot hot metal that he puts together and yeah and the bibs are cool and the shirts are cool but yeah this year he's got visors and everything so he's he's doing it big so congratulations Congratulations, to um the 2018 peachtree road race um design finisher shirt designer Uh um if you are planning a race of any kind you need to call mike if you need shirts design you need to call mike you're gonna hit him up because he's gonna have a wakanda olympic team looking real (laughs) fly at the atl relay all right now now um also now did you see on the race did i the video yes that video was hot i was like oh it was very like intense and intentional i loved it i was like because yes. i was like oh that yes. is so so hot Listen, got- i can't wait like i wish it was a little sooner because i'm like it's the anticipation continues to rise for the race like i'm really excited about it Yes, it's going to be great. But if you haven't seen it, go to there. I saw it on the Instagram because um, mm-hmm. I'm anti-Facebook. But I saw it on the Instagram, their Instagram for the race. And when we say the race, we're talking about the race that's going to happen here in Atlanta, Georgia. It's called The it's Race. It's called The Race. It's right. put on and sponsored by African-American run community. Of course, you don't have to be African-American to run in it. No. But it's just basically. But what really is is great, go to their, their Instagram and it's at the race underscore uc and it's a video that they mm-hmm. put up just recently and it's just a really cool video that tells why the race needs to happen what reasons why the personal important. the mm-hmm. overall reasons that sort of thing i don't want to spoil it but go check it out yeah definitely go check it out and rep- like come represent like if you can't you have time to train for a 5k you have time to train for a half marathon and if you don't feel like that's your thing come out and just cheer it's going to be amazing and it's going to be running through historical parts of atlanta that majority of the races that take place now do not even touch those roads exactly um so it's going to be amazing and it's 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 giving support and sponsorship to to entrepreneurship and organizations in the african-american community and it's put on by african-americans as well which is just why not like why not get back to that so it's gonna be great and all of you that back the race that you know signed up if you haven't gone and registered, because of course when you backed, you got an automatic entry. Yeah, you had a yeah, you got an automatic entry. Um, you opted it, to do that exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they've sent out how to to do that entry. Go sign up. Just go yeah. ahead and sign up. You're going to do it, or give it. If you don't think you're going to run, give it to somebody else, right? So they can run. You have an opportunity to do that, and you should have gotten an email that gave you your your personal code to register for that. So definitely do that so you can get those spots taken care of. So it's going to be amazing. Amazing. Yes. Yes. Um, now, let me ask you this. What was it? You run with a watch, right? Yeah, Garmin. Do you ever? Do, okay. Uh-uh. Okay, calm down. You ask? Right. <laughs> Garmin, 235. Yes, Garmin, 235. Ser- <laughs> serial number, 7, <laughs> Alpha, Mega. Okay, so. Uh, right now, I'm not even running. But go ahead. <laughs> do you ever run without your watch? No. Let me if, tell I don't, you. if I run without my watch. Are you that person? I literally will turn around back and be like, ah. I don't have my watch. Ah. Like, so, yes. Yeah, that because that's about what I'm about to tell you. Yes. The other morning, I got up and ran. Uh-huh. I had my watch on, of course. I always have, because I wear my watch even when I'm not running, too. Likewise. So, pretty much, I always put it on. So, mm-hmm. I got my watch on. I take off. I stop at a, the only time I pause my watch mm-hmm. is 
if I have to stop at a stoplight. Right. That's the only time I'll pause it. I don't pause it when I walk. I don't pause it anything other time. So I paused it at a stoplight and forgot to start it back up. Oh, I hate that. I ran for about a half a mile before I realized it. Mm -hmm. And I ain't gonna lie, it flashed in my head for a second because I said I was gonna run five. Man, I'm only gonna run three. Mm. I'm a, I mean, I done lost a half my. Right. Man, I had to, I had to like really like shake Get myself like. Wait, wait, just because it don't show up in the watch, yes. doesn't mean I actually don't get yeah. the, the 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 advantage right. of training. Exactly. And the thing was, cause like um on Shut Up Tommy, I actually talked about it once mm-hmm. about running without a watch, cause like right. Tommy Daniels will do it a lot of times, and I think I'm gonna do that. I think I'm gonna go back to at least one day a week. It detaches. And just take the watch off because yeah. I know I already know. Around here, my routes. I already know my routes. I yeah. know if I want to run three miles, I know exactly where it is. Because yeah, yeah. even when my watch is messed up, like if it doesn't, it didn't catch GPS on time. Right, it'll be off. It'll be off, but mm-hmm. I know where five miles is, so right. I just run that and just come on home. So I will tell you this: when I uh, months ago, before I started training, before I started working with a personal trainer after my injury, let me just say that after my injury in October last year from Chicago, I did do that. I detached from my watch and I was just out doing just runs Mm -hmm. because it put me into a place of like only being focused on time and really being frustrated when I looked at my watch and seeing feeling like your body going fast but you look at your time and you not you know what I mean so it does help you to detach and I think on my vlog I, I, I did a segment on this as well just being able to separate and just going out and enjoying it I think once you get a watch once you get a watch that's checks your time and your cadence and your heart rate and all that stuff for me i'll speak for myself i became obsessed with all of those things Mm -hmm. and then mentally it it put me into a bad place because i was kind of doubting myself on what it looked like but it's like but india you're out there doing it you're doing more than the person that's on the couch and you're doing more than this but i was so obsessed with the time and what it looked like even on my long runs recently i'm like you know what india you're getting time on your legs it may not Mm -hmm. be what you want it to be but you're getting time on your legs don't be so upset with yourself but i think us having watches Force gets us into that place of being so obsessive with what yeah. we're doing in our performance. So yeah. sometimes we need it. Yeah, exactly. It. Exactly. So I, I think I am going to go back because that really pissed me off when I, because well, actually I, I did was, it again I the next so day. I so upset when I start, when I don't start it up. Like <laughs> yeah. I literally get, I get pissed off. And the thing, and I'm just like, Thomas, okay, you know the route. I mean, I'd be more upset if like I was in the middle of a race and did mm-hmm. something like that, mm-hmm. which I would never stop it in a race, of course. No, so I don't think would. that would happen, but no. you know, I would get more upset then, but you know, just out training, I, I I was like, okay, get over yourself. Because yeah. I did this almost the I, coming the opposite direction. I did it the same thing the next day, and I, I just shook it off. But I understand what you're saying. It does get you like, okay, I just ran and I, and it's it didn't happen, and it's not documented. But you know what? I do, I don't even download to Strava um, or Garmin every day. Yeah. I do it usually, like I probably hadn't downloaded in a while. Sometimes it just happens on accident because I got my Bluetooth on. Exactly. That's and it how just mine yeah. Is. I don't do anything extra. Yeah. I have Strava, but I never. I never link it. I don't know. I'm just kind of. I don't you should know, do I Strava. Strava's cool. I have Strava. I mm-hmm. just don't link all that stuff. And I just, I've gotten into a place where I feel like people are like trolling me for time stuff. Like I don't post my times, uh, okay. right? Like yeah. I don't post, um, I don't post my times. I don't post how long it takes me to do anything. I don't yeah. post my paces. That's just uh-huh. a personal thing that I have. Yeah. Because I've had people questioning me about my times or like trying to check me for my times. And I'm like, this, this competition is not for you. This is a competition <laughs> for me. And I feel like when I put that information out of there, it becomes this competitive thing. And I don't want that in my life. Which I understand. Um, yeah. And so, and I, cause I, I have been around people that they're like searching people on Strava and searching people on Garmin to try to check them for their paces. And I'm like, yo, it's not that serious. Dude. Like running is an individual sport. Exactly. You can Y'all check- 
Y'all not here getting coins. Check. I know some people getting coins. Exactly. Unless it's checking for paces. Y'all not out here getting coins for winning a race. Check races. me all you want. So, girl. at the end of the day, I'm finishing. I am. I'm doing well. Y'all will know what I PR. Sometimes I put how much I PR by, but know that it happened. So, I got you. Well, when yeah. you come back from Chicago and PR, we're going to have oh, a whole it's celebration. Happening. It's we're going to pop Chicago. bottles. We're going to pop bottles that yes. day. Yes. Speaking of going out of town, so I am going on vacation pretty yes, soon here. I'm going to be going on vacation. And it got me to thinking because I am I am in marathon training myself. Yes, I'm still are. in the beginning stages. I'm an infant in marathon training. Infant. <laughs> I've just learned. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm, still, I'm still learning to walk. Okay. Um, so anyway, I'm going on vacation. And I was thinking, okay, I, I got ri- runs I got to do. Yes. I got That's, runs. That mess is stressful when you got to run. And there's, because there's no, you cannot not do it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not, not going to, like, if I was going, like I said, I was going on vacation to Vegas. Right. That's not a problem. I know I can find places to run in Vegas. Okay. We going to Negril, Jamaica. I'm not running through the streets of the grill. I don't know if you know this, uh-huh. but it ain't that safe off the resort. It's not. <laughs> so. so, you know, last year I went to, I was, my friend's wedding, I think we was in DR. Okay. In Republic, uh-huh. in the same way. Like, certain yeah. places, you, you just, just can't do it. Yeah. So, I ended up, like, literally forcing myself to do my long run the day that we were, like, the day before we flew out. Okay. And then I I scheduled my, my scheduled myself around doing mm-hmm. shorter runs while I was there and cross-training while I was there because I knew that I could do it on a treadmill. Yeah. That was the only way around it. But when you're gone five and six days, like, there's no way that you can just cut off training. Like, you still yeah. have to do it. Even though, I mean, everything that I'm going to do yeah. in Jamaica is going to be adverse to training for a marathon. <laughs> You're going to be turning up. Oh, turning I'm straight. Oh, we, we in an all-inclusive? Oh, yeah. What? Y'all when I'm in an all-inclusive, time. I will take sips of drinks and pour them out and ask for another one. Yes. That's <laughs> just because you can't. Because I can't. <laughs> Just I don't like I don't like this one. Yeah. <laughs> Make me another one. Yes. Just because you can. But yeah, I mean I've I've done super matter mm-hmm. of fact, last year when I did training, um I did a sixteen miler out of town. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't it was obviously yeah, in that's Florida, what, yeah. but it was still a sixteen miler out of town. It was very Were you actually difficult. on vacation? I or did y'all on, go to vacate did y'all go to the city to run sixteen miles? No, no, no. It was a vacation. It was a little weekend. A okay, nice little I don't weekend know getaway, what the hell but, is wrong but with y'all. Both of us were training. It was <laughs> me and my it. ex, we were both training. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of one of those things where we still had to do it. And I guess that's different too if you're dating a runner. You know yeah, what I mean? You know I, that you gotta I, get it get it done. I would have had to get the long run done before I left town. No. 16? It's one, 10? Okay. 16. We did 16. Anything under 10, I'm like, okay. 16? 16. That's your day. I do not pay to go out of town we to waste my day. super early that morning to get it done. I know. Y'all filmed it. Yes. Pretty much the whole damn thing. I saw it on Instagram. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me what you did. I saw it. Y'all pretty much it's di- commentated. It was yes. It was I, and you were in the Tampa. It wasn't it in Tampa? I was in Clearwater. Yeah, Clearwater Tam- yeah, Beach. yeah. Yes. Basically Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, exactly. Hot yeah. as hell. Because once again, you up running with the sun up, which I, I guess. Well, it was dark when we started. But of course, you run a 16 miles. <laughs> so, yes, the sun comes up. But yes, it was difficult. But I mean, we still, I mean, we ended up running to the beach and like enjoyed the beach. So, I mean, I guess. You don't enjoy no damn I, beach I, after I was, 16 miles. But I will say this like, when you date a runner, stuff like that is a little bit more acceptable. Like, not dating a non runner. I'm. 
Of course, I'm gonna have well, to. Well, yeah, no, you could, could never tell a non-runner. I'm on. We on vacation. I gotta go run 16 miles. More than likely, I'm gonna do treadmill stuff. Is what I'm gonna do because I don't have any really long. My because you my right now my longest run is like six miles. So I might do. I might actually because I I might do six miles the that morning before we leave because we leave early in the morning. So I might do my six miles. early. Yeah, get it done, and then that way I can do like a four and a three or something on a treadmill. Don't feel bad. Exactly. Enjoying yourself. It's, it's just, yeah, it just, I, I mean, I still want to do it as early as possible so I can spend the rest of the day drinking. Right. Because I'm going to drink. Because at least you can get it done. Exactly. I can get you it done. You like, I did six miles this morning and what? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And what? I need to go check the uh, resort to make sure they have a fit. I'm sure they have a fitness center. They have. I'm sure. Well, I'm you sure. can't do that. Yeah, we, yeah, we're paying way too much money not to have a fitness <laughs> But anyway, yes. so. Okay, we've come to the time of the show where we're going to speak with our guest, yes, Shawana White. White. Uh, we've had her on hold for a long time. Yes. So we're going to bring her on now. All right. So uh, welcome back to the Run Duo podcast. We have an amazing guest today. Amazing uh, guest. Amazing. Miss Shawana White. Hello, Shawana. Hey. How you doing, Shawana? <laughs> thank you for having me on. No, thank of you course. for taking time out of your busy day. We just talked with her about her day. She drove around the world and back today, mm-hmm. so Shawana was a little, she a little tired. <laughs> she so, a little tired. <laughs> so we well, happy. She makes me tired, Tommy, looking <laughs> exactly. at her posts because she <laughs> runs like twice a day. She's always doing something. I'm like, does the girl have rest days? <laughs> she, uh, Shawana, right before we started recording, she said she drove a friend to Clemson, and I was about to say, did you put him on your back and just ran him up there? <laughs> right. <laughs> What did you do? Well, Shawana obviously is the third fastest African-American woman in a marathon at a 245.19. Am I correct on that, Shawana? That is correct. Yes, that is correct. So I started following Shawana. I don't know how you popped up on my Instagram, but somehow, um, I I think it was a couple years ago, you may have popped up on my Instagram. And I was like, ooh, who is this? And I think I started seeing you at some of the Atlanta, local Atlanta races. I was too shy to say hello, but I think last year I finally said hello to you. And of course, following your journey and everything that you're needing to do and trying to do when it comes to being an amazing African-American woman and that is an amazing runner, just inspired me. So I said, I got to have her on the show. No, oh, such an honor. Thank you so much. No problem. <laughs> so, Shawana, tell us. I know you're doing marathons and you like doing marathons, but what's your favorite distance when it comes to running? <laughs> you, you, you already said it. It's the marathon. I mean, it's kind of surprising, surprising that I like the marathon because mm-hmm. at first I used to love the 5K because – that's all I knew because like in college, that's what I ran. I ran a 5k. And then later on, I started running as an adult post collegiate. And a lot of my friends was running the marathons and I thought they were crazy to run 26.2 miles. And I was like, you guys, I don't know why you do this. But then one weekend, um, coach O and I, we ran, a 5K, a 10K, and a mile all on Saturday, mm. one day. And then the following day, I ran a half marathon. Mm-hmm. And I ran a pretty decent time. And then after that, I got the idea, you know what? I might as well try this marathon thing out. And so I tried it out. I ran Albany Marathon back in 2011. Mm-hmm. And that marathon didn't go as planned. I wanted to break three hours on my first try. And so after that, I was like, you know what, I'll give it a try again until I break three hours. And then ever since then, I've just been addicted to the marathon. Wow. Well, what did you run in the Albany Marathon that didn't go as planned? Right. <laughs> 
ran three twelve twenty three. Okay, um, Shawana, we're going to hang up on you. So. <laughs> That's amazing. Because <laughs> um, my not as planned is I, I'm I'm at the side of the road waiting for an Uber. You know what I mean? Three twelve. I'm halfway. Well, I'm a little bit over halfway there. So you are amazing. <laughs> yes, indeed. And now, Shawana, where'd you go to college? I went to the University of West Georgia. West in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're a Georgia gal. Yes. Are you, you're from Georgia, right? Yes, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Born in Grady Memorial Hospital. Grady, okay. Grady, baby. <laughs> Grady, baby. Where, where did you run in in high school? Daryl High School. Okay. Okay, so yeah, you By all Green around. Mm-hmm. By, okay. Gotcha. So yeah, you're all around the, the ATL, so that, that that's great to hear. Yeah. Um, you run a little bit. You mm-hmm. find out you really do like the marathon. When did you actually break that three hour? When did you go to sub three hour on your marathons? Um, I actually broke it that same year in Kiowa Marathon in Kiowa, South Carolina. I, I ran two fifty five there. Now, kind of bring home because, of course, the average person that's listening can't run like you can. Probably never could. I mean, mm-hmm. from your first time running, they probably still wouldn't be able to run with you. Right. But you you took some time off after college, like you said. You got back into yeah. it. You were just running five Ks. And then, you know, you went back to marathons. So, like, right now, because we were talking, you know, off air, mm-hmm. like, you, you train, like, twice a day a lot of times. Did you go right, like, when you said, okay, I want to do sub three hours, went right into doing those two-a-days? Or what do, What kind of, what was your training like in the beginning when you were getting into marathons? Well, no, I I really, when I first started, I wasn't really doing a lot of two-a-days. I was just basically doing one-a-day. And at that time, when I first started, marathoning I had a different coach mm-hmm. and when I initially first started and then later on like after I came back from hip surgery and once I got back stronger then I started doing a, a bunch of two-a-days when I was trying to increase my mileage and now you're still doing two-a-days and how many days during the week are you usually running I typically do two-a-days at least three times a week okay and on those other days, what are you doing? Well, typically every <laughs> Tuesday we do a hard workout, whether it's a tempo run or intervals on the track. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, I'm normally racing, and that's used. And typically, that's used as a workout as well, too, unless it's a goal race. But most of the races are just used as workouts and just run as hard as I can on tired legs. So you mentioned switching over coaches. So I know now you are with Coach O, um, and he is he still your run coach as well as your partner? Yes. Okay. Yes, he is my <laughs> run coach and partner. Okay, so how does that work? Exactly, because you got to get tired. <laughs> you got to get tired of him get... telling you to get up and go do. <laughs> how does that work? What's that dynamic like? Um, it's actually it's actually a good dynamic. I mean. At first, I mean, I didn't think it was going to work out because it's kind of weird having your significant other being your coach. But mm-hmm. it turns out it's, it's very it's good because we both love running. And, you know, with him being a mental health therapist, it helps my mental game to stay mm-hmm. strong. Okay. So it's a, it's a great dynamic because, I mean, he constantly helped me to keep perspective about running and not to get too caught up into the results mm-hmm. and just enjoy the process. You know what? That's really interesting to have someone that's a mental health therapist as well as a runner. The, uh, just I think last week I was thinking about 
it's so it's so much more a mental game than it is physical. And sometimes you need a coach that can kind of balance you with both. Because of course we get in our heads and get frustrated when we don't meet our goals and we don't do what we need to do. But you can't allow that to kind of throw you off of your off your game and off your focus. So that's awesome. Now, actually, um, yeah. uh, I want to talk about because, like you said, you switch coaches. So, what was the conversation like with your old coach? Like, <laughs> look. I found somebody cuter mm-hmm. and I'm going to move on. Or was it you were just going to move on and it just happened to fall into place like this? Okay. So my old coach. <laughs> yeah. She about to he, say she found somebody he just, cuter. <laughs> no, he just actually just decided to stop coaching. Okay. okay so it worked know, out his, good. His oh. life was taking him a different direction. So, okay. mm-hmm. you know, and then at the time I was self-coaching mm-hmm. myself. And so like, I would just always ask him, you know, what do you think of this workout? Do you think this is too much? And sometimes it'll tell me this is too much. Or, And then eventually I was like, you know what? You can just coach me because I'm, try- I'm tired of trying to come up with this stuff for myself. Right. Because, I mean, I'm really good at taking directions and just listening and not just have to worry about what to do. Like, I already know mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. to do. But then with me, it's kind of different because, since we live with each other, so I don't get like a written plan. I just get a day by day, like this verbally is what you need to do. Go do this. Yeah, and that was the one. That was the one thing that I had to get used to because I was just used to having stuff right there. But that part is actually it's, it's actually good. I mean, because he just kind of wakes up and goes, "Hey, this is what you're going." I mean, he could at least give you like a whiteboard or something. He can just write it. <laughs> no, no, write no, it no. for you or something. He but rolls okay, over and says, "Hey, exactly. go give me five hey, miles I'm today." Need, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need five miles tempo Appreciate today. It. I got you. Well, that's yeah. great. Let me, let me see your watch when and you get sometimes home. <laughs> we, and, and sometimes we talk about it the day before because most of the time I'll ask him, "What are we gonna do on Tuesday?" Because I just like to know so. I can just mentally get prepared. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> that and makes get excited sense. sometimes. And just for people, because we always assume like everybody knows who we're talking about. Coach O, can you just say his full name? I mean, if you're allowed to, what's his his full name? Because he's he's pretty well known as a his, coach. Yeah. His full name is Orenthal Struggles. Right. Yeah, Philip King swears by him because mm-hmm. I, I know Philip King swears he's the reason why he was able to qualify uh, for Boston. Um, so yeah, definitely he's very well known as as a as a coach out there. Yeah. Now, when, because, I mean, I, if, if anybody doesn't know, um, Shawana is, is trying to prepare to run in the Olympic trials, which yes. luckily will be in your hometown yes. in, in, 20, in 2020. <laughs> which so, is amazing. Which means you got to make it. I mean, you know, because <laughs> the turnout for you would be amazing mm-hmm. if you're actually in it. So where are you in, in that process? I guess my question is, is it like Boston where there are certain races that you ha- that you can run to qualify for this? Or does it just have to be a, a certified course for it to qualify? How does that work? Well, unlike Boston, you know, you know, like with Boston, you have to use those verbal, verbal courses that have a lot of downhill. Unfortunately, there's a certain amount of downhill. I don't know what the downhill is, but I know the courses that I can't do, like the verbal or What's that one? St. George. Um, If it has too much downhill, then you can't use it. So that's the only stipulation. I can't remember how much. Okay. Mm -hmm. Off the top of my head. So it's just as long as the course is certified and sanctioned. Like, a course can be certified, but if it's not sanctioned, it's not going to count towards the OTQ. And that stands for Olympic Trial Qualifying Mm -hmm. Qualifier. 
is there a certain amount of people that can qualify to run in the trial? Like, is there a cutoff? No, there's not a cutoff because, you know, it's a marathon. And so as long as you run the time, you're in, you know, there's no you're in. There's no cap. Like in track, there is a certain amount that they take. Mm -hmm. But like for the marathon, since it's on the open road, you know, you can take as many. And normally only 300 people normally qualify. Mm. So maybe this year it'll be more. Hopefully I'll just be added to the number. Yes. (laughs) So what's your, what's the time? What's the time you have to make? You have to run 245 flat or better. You're you're very close to that. (laughs) Where where are you at now that you feel like you're trying? What, what time are you gunning for? Cause I'm, for some reason, I feel like I'm sure you're trying to get better than 245. Yeah, the time that I'm shooting for it is 243.52, which is a 6.15 pace. Mm. So that's what, that's been the main focus. And I'm pretty sure Coach O is going to get me there because so far with him, I ran my three fastest marathons ever, which were the 245.19 and the 249.00 and then a 251.00. Wow. And then prior to that, my best was only 252. Mm-hmm. Now, I saw you in Birmingham at the Mercedes. What did you run there? 251. That was my third fastest marathon there on that course. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would get – I was running with the uh, with the relay. I didn't do the full marathon, but you ran the past – Yeah. Oh, yeah, you remember the <laughs> Wakanda trial. She yeah, remembers okay. you. The Wakanda Olympic team. We'll be at the I Olympics too. I follow running. I mean, I love everything about running from the – I love everything about the sport, so yeah, I keep good. up with We love guys. run junkies. Yes, well, indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, so I saw you go cruising past. I was like, good Lord, she was rolling. So, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it looks like you're definitely well on your way. Now, were you here in Atlanta? You did come and run Peachtree, right? Yes, she did. Yes, I ran the Peachtree Road Race. It was my and first I think we... time back in seven years or eight years, mm. one of those. And I think we saw you a, a glimpse of you on TV, too, didn't we? Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, uh not so fast day turned out to be a good day right. after all. <laughs> so I was that was pretty exciting. I mean I actually started fangirling and stopped running. Like I was cheering people on and I'm like and I saw one clip you can actually see me like turning back and I never turned back in a race. Right. I mean and that was the first time like I literally was turning back and just cheering and getting excited and I was like, Oh, maybe I should have just tried to beat them. Right. <laughs> but but it still it still was a fun moment because I mean, when I'm gonna get to see the guys finish a race. Right. Yes, Never. That's true. That's right. that's definitely true. <laughs> so I'm gonna look that as a, a good point. Definitely. So you and I were but chatting prior to the year. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was saying next year that won't be the case. I plan on to run a little bit faster. Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> so, of course, you and I were chatting prior to the Peachtree, and you were really excited to be starting with the elite um, ladies and just really happy about that. So tell me about kind of that morning experience and really how you felt um, with being able to line up with them. I mean, actually, I, you know, at first I thought I was going to be nervous. I actually felt calm and relaxed, and I was just, excited and happy to be there like mm-hmm. it was just it was really cool just seeing all the ladies and like the day before that 
actually me and Lisa, I can't say her last name, but you guys probably know Lisa, mm-hmm. right? Lisa Gosney. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. We had actually went to the press conference and like we were the only people who were not media there. And <laughs> we actually <laughs> <laughs> We were, like, the only fans. But everybody was so nice, and, like, we was talking with them. But going back to that, like, I talked with Allie Kiefer, mm-hmm. and, like, before the start, she looked at me, and she gave me a thumbs up. And I was like, Aww, oh, that's, that's so <laughs> I was like, wow, she remembered who I was. Right. And I just thought that was just so cool. I mean, it was just such an honor just to be able to start with them and just to have a time that qualified me to be there. So I'm just really just looking forward to coming back and just getting better and just perform up to what I know I'm capable of doing. Right. And let me put this disclaimer out there because Shawana is elite, obviously, and definitely elite in my eyes. And to majority of the races, she is the front runner and she will be on the front of the line, have number one if there's a number, (laughs) but definitely up front. But of course, with the Peachtree Road Race, we do have people that, you know, have run, you know, in the Olympics and things of that nature. And those are considered some of your seated and people that don't have a, they have a name on their bib instead of a number that has six digits. Um, So the fact that Shawana was able to be up there with those ladies is amazing and it's just a great experience. So how did you feel on the course, Shawana? I know you've run run our roads before and I know you know the route, but uh how do you feel like running the Peace Tree? It didn't it didn't feel so great. I was just trying to make it make it to the finish line. I mean Unfortunately, I just found, well, before at the Peace Tree I found out I had an ear infection and like oh, wow. maybe Maybe two, because basically for uh, several weeks now, I've been having, like, a lot of pressure in my ear. And, like, the night before Peachtree, I was actually at my auntie house, and I was telling her about it. And she was like, you need to go to the doctor because that's going to affect your running. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just didn't feel like myself out there. And, you know, and the course was just like I remember it. Mm -hmm. I mean, the first three miles was fast, Mm -hmm. and then go up and down, and then the funnest part when you get to turn on 10th Street mm-hmm. and run down a hill, that's my favorite. Right. I don't yes. know. For some reason, it doesn't feel like a downhill for me at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I know that it physically is, but to get to that, it's like, whoo. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, I, I must admit this year I realized it's a rough run. I mm-hmm. think I've been in better shape most years, so I didn't really pay attention. But this year, yeah, it definitely was a rough run. Well, though, tell me this because you're elite, of course, and then you talked about you know Coach O being a mental health person, so he kind of helps that side. What do you do when you're struggling and run? Like you're an elite, of course, so we always people assume because you're elite that mm-hmm. it's it's easy. Like hey, she can run fast, you know. But of course, it's still a struggle because you're running at your 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 top speed. What do you do mentally to, to take you through hard times, like you had a hard time running Peachtree because of the ear infection and things like that? What do you think of or how do you how do you cope with it? Basically, for me, when I'm starting to have, like, a rough patch in a race, I just start thinking about how happy I am to get to be able to run because, I mean, Coach O always told me if I ever get into, like, a trying to be, like, woe is me, like, Think about the man with no lid. What would he mm-hmm. say about you complaining about not being able to run or if you're having a rough time? Like, I think about that. And I think about my grandmother, you know, who was, like, struggling right now. And I think about my friends who can't run and think that, you know what, let me keep pushing for them. 
That's good. Yeah, that that's, good. that's definitely a good way to, to think about it, to make it through those times. What do you feel like is your hardest mile in a marathon? Like, where do you feel like? Because I think everybody hits a wall at some point, even elite. Y'all hit a wall at some point. We hit a wall at some point. Ours is probably a lot earlier than y'all's. <laughs> but what do you like? What do you feel like your mile is? Like, I know for me, when I do half marathons, it's usually around mile eight or nine. What is what is yours and kind of what do you do? Okay, well, in my last, well, I'm not going to count Vermont because that was just, that was a struggle. I mean, from, that was a struggle from start to finish, so I probably hit the wall really early. Mm -hmm. But on a normal day, back in March, I was hitting the wall like at mile 23 Mm -hmm. with, uh, with 5K to go. But now if you look at my splits on Strava, you would think it's mile 20, from that race, but in, in actuality, that wasn't me struggling. That was just me having a hard time getting my run gum out my shorts because I was struggling. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so, like, I'm literally, like, just going so slow trying to grab it out. And once I grab it out, it was hard to open because that day was actually kind of cold. So I was having problems with the gloves and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, actually, in that race when I ran my fastest marathon, it was, it was mile 23. That's when it started getting really tough, and I was just kept, I just kept pushing. And at that time, Coach O, he actually ran that whole marathon with me, and he was just like, "How bad do you want it?" And I was just like <laughs> running, running, running so hard. And you know, guys, like honestly, honestly, I thought I had it. And like the day before that race, I we jogged the last miles of the race well we were ran a mile out and then a mile back and like I looked at my watch at that point and I was like I thought in my head I got this and I was just running so hard so hard 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 and I get to the finish line and said 245.19 and like I ran the last mile at 606 and that wasn't good enough but coach always like I shouldn't never look at my watch maybe that's why I slowed down mm-hmm. not on purpose but yeah. like self-consciously I probably just slowed down even though it didn't feel like I was slowing down so next time I'm just gonna just run hard all the way to the finish and not even look at my watch especially if I get in a situation where he gets to pace me yeah gotcha see that is a good relationship because uh, if I ran with my girlfriend Heather and said how bad did she want it, she would cuss me from left to right and tell me to get the hell away from her. It's basically, basically what she would tell me to do. So that is a, that's a good working relationship yeah. y'all got going on there. And I guess it's yes, it is. <laughs> so you mentioned that you what t- what type of run gun do you use, and what's kind of your nutri- nutrition on your runs? Okay, well, it really now it well now. I'm using Honey Stinger. I'm no longer using Run Gum because I'm actually sponsored by Honey Stinger now. Honey Stinger. So you use the waffle? Because I use Honey Stinger waffles sometimes too on on long runs. Oh, those are delicious. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I use those for snacks. (laughs) But like, (laughs) but I mostly I use the gel doing the long runs and doing workouts. Now, so that brings up something good. So you, you're sponsored by Honey Stinger. Do you have any other sponsors? I'm an ambassador for Noon. Sketcher, um, sponsored by Sketcher Performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, sponsor, I'm a sponsor athlete for Coral Physical Therapy. Um, I am also a sponsor athlete for Massage Work by Sarah Ellers. And I'm also an ambassador for Cocoa Elite. 
And I'm also an ambassador for Anator Insoles. I'm also ambassador for Frey. I think I pronounced that right. Frey is F-R-E. It's, a, it's for women who sweat. It's skin products. I hope I didn't leave anybody out, but that's all I can remember at the moment. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I, no, no, no. I cannot forget them. Zinza. Okay. I am an ambassador for Zinza as well, and that's compression gear. So yes. if you could tell our listeners, like, what's, I guess, obviously because you're an elite runner and you're amazing, they obviously would love to sponsor you. But any word on kind of how to get sponsorship and, ambas- and being an ambassador? Yeah, run really, really fast. Yes, that's how I you mean, <laughs> I'm just trying to find out. So I said <laughs> listeners, but the question was really for me. Thanks, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, so how do, do they approach you or do you kind of yeah. um, do solicit you, to them like, or what do you is do? It, is it like, yeah, like they look for elite runners, that kind of thing. How does that happen to get sponsorships? Okay, so with, and I'm sorry, before I tell you guys about that, I left out one one um, thing. <laughs> and I'm also a ambassador for On Your Mark, mm-hmm. and that's apparel and accessories. Okay. Um, so basically with most of them, they like post things, but now with Skechers Performance, I actually had a friend, Jill Braley. She's a local runner in Georgia, and she was telling me about Skechers and how awesome the shoes are. And, you know, I didn't know how awesome they are because I always just thought Skechers as, like, comfortable shoes. But they're actually good performance shoes Mm -hmm. because it was, like, the first shoe I used after hip surgery. And I was kind of skeptical about using it because I didn't want to get re-injured. Of course. And it actually turned out to be a good shoe, and I haven't had any problems since then. So with that, with her... She just basically, she just gave me the email address of one of the people at Skechers, and I just emailed them with my running resume. Mm -hmm. Just like when you go for work, you need to have a running resume with all your compliments, all your races, PRs, your coaches, and whoever else you're sponsored by, and you just submit that to the person. Mm -hmm. It's just all about just emailing the people and see if you qualify or if you're a good fit for their product. Our service. Well, I mean, That's now that awesome. I've heard that you run in Skechers, I might actually try them because <laughs> I, I kind of was thought Meb was lying when he was like, "Yeah, I'm Skechers. Yeah, sure you are, Meb." Right. But if you say you're using Skechers, I might give him a shot myself. So I, I like to try different types of uh, types of running shoes. Yeah. What's your favorite um, yeah. favorite model from Skechers that you like to wear? My favorite to train in for like everyday runs is a Go Run Rise. It's a very good cushioning shoe and then for races well for five five k's all the way to the half marathon i run in the go male speed and then for the marathon i run in the go runs okay or the go male razors switch with i I go back and forth with those two now okay so you're heading toward 2020 Mm -hmm. we're heading toward the the trials so i guess my other question about that i kind of kind of forgot about it Okay, so say this is 2018. You run the qualifying time. Does that that hold? So you can you have to if you do it this year, that'll hold up for the trial. You just send it in. You're good. Like how, like how many years yes. can it be within the trial itself? I if I get it this year, I'm good. Like the qualifying date actually opened up last year in 20 wait in 2017 of September. Mm-hmm. So. I've been trying to qualify ever since then, <laughs> since the window <laughs> opened. So, 
you basically have until September of 2017 to sometime in January of 2020. I don't know what that cutoff date is. Okay. So I'm trying not to worry about that cutoff date because my right. plan is to get it this year of before course. 2018 is over. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, we, we wish you luck. Yes. You might have already said it, but what what's the next attempt? When is your next, you know, go for it race for the, for the, the time? My next race is going to be Akron Marathon on September the 29th, I believe. I think, I think it's the 29th or somewhere around there, the end of September. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you're in Akron, Ohio. In Akron, and so you're looking in Akron, and it is a, it's, a, it's a certified course. It's one that you can qualify on, correct? That's right. Okay. So you're looking in Akron to try to go ahead and, and – if not hit the time goal that you gave us, which was a 2.43 and some change, mm-hmm. but to at least get the actual qualifying time for, for the trials. Yes. All I'll right. take either one. Yes. Either one of these goals. <laughs> of course it will. It will Whichever be, comes first. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and will Coach O be pacing you, or are you doing it by yourself? Um, I That's up to discussion. We have okay. not decided yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Makes because it, it just depends it depends on his competition because you know he's a massive runner so yeah. mm-hmm. if it works out where we both can benefit mm-hmm. then he'll be able to pace me or he may sometimes he just be like, he just be like okay it's okay I don't care I'll just help you so Aww. we'll talk about it that's sweet yeah when I when I see you all out there running it's so funny it's it's he is so serious and he comes out there for business and to take care of business and that's what he does so both of you all so that's awesome yes thank you now is there anything else because of course we we don't want to take up too much of your time but is there anything else that you want to say to our 10 people that are listening because it's, it's, it's more than 10 well seven of them are are india's family I and mean, i gotta i got a few well you know shawana reposted us last i think it was last last episode so i think we got a couple extra got a couple extra we might get a couple extra after this exactly. shawana is so amazing is there mm-hmm. anything that you would like to say to the the running public um or pass on to them about how to become a great elite runner like yourself i think with running you just have to be consistent you just gotta keep running don't stop running just keep showing up regardless of how bad a run may be don't never give up that's a great thought, Shawana. Well, we once again, I truly appreciate you, uh, you, you calling in or uh, letting us call you and speak right. with you today. I wish you all the best of luck. We we all follow you, but for people who don't have your Instagram or Facebook information, how would people follow you and keep in track, keep in touch with you? On Instagram, I am Peach Runner twenty six point two, and on Facebook, I am Shawana White. And that's S-H-A-W-A-N-N-A and the color white. Awesome. Oh, last question. So are you coming over here for the race? Yes, I will be. Okay, there we go. And of course you're doing a half marathon, right? She's going to win the half marathon. Of course. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure y'all going to grab you some some wins at that race. That's awesome. Okay, we just wanted to make sure you come in for the race. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we look forward to seeing you then. Anything else, India? No, thank you so much, Shawana. And keep inspiring. Um, Definitely keep inspiring and doing what you're doing. And you are going to knock that 243.52 out the park. I'm going to claim that. You're going to break that 245 and do that 243.52. So 
You are definitely going to do it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time out, and we will see you soon. Thank you. Thanks again, Tawana. You have a good one. All right, you too. And that was a great interview. Amazing. Yes, Miss Shawana White. Once again, thank you for taking time out of your day to speak with us. Yes, yes. Well, it was another great episode. Yes, it was. Run duo. You know what? We just doing it up. Um, we at number seven. It feels yes. so, so good. So, India, if they want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at milesfromindia. Or you can also find my personal Instagram at I underscore of underscore indigo, E-N-D-I-G-O underscore runs. So that's I of indigo runs, and that's an underscore in the middle of each word. And you can also email me at milesfromindia at gmail.com or on Facebook at India Cook. Wow, thank you. You got a lot of places people can get in touch with you. You can find Yeah, you can Somehow. find She round, she round. <laughs> um, mine is T-Mitch68. Um, yes, I was born in 1968. Uh, that's T-Mitch68. That's is on that Instagram. Like that? <laughs> yeah, that's when, okay, in the early days of the internet, <laughs> that's what people did. They put their year they were born <laughs> on their tag. That's how you knew they were old as hell. So, anyway, so it's T-Mitch68, that's on Instagram, Thomas Mitchell on Facebook, but, you know, if you hit me up on Facebook, I'm probably not going to answer you. Um, and then, of course, we have the Run Duo um, Instagram, so you can check us there as well. But, once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone that listens. If you like the show, please let your friends know. If you do not like the show, kick rocks. Right. Um, anything else, Norma Don't forget you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. There you go. Well, once again, another great show for the Run, Run Duo. Duo. Y'all have a good one. See Peace. You.